The Horowitz Report, a sneak peek. Mr. Reagan. Okay, so today I stumbled upon this article by Larry C. Johnson of Six Semper Tyrannus. It's a very convincing speculation about what we're going to see in the Horowitz Report due to be released December 9th, and I thought I would go through it here on the show. So let's sneak a peek inside the box and see what Pandora has in store. It wasn't really supposed to rhyme, but okay. And remember, this is all about obtaining FISA warrants to spy on Trump people, namely the former foreign policy advisor, Carter Page. The FBI, as we know, was investigating Trump people in order to show that he was compromised by Putin and guilty of collusion and all that crap. All right, so let's look at the original claim in the first FISA application. The target of this application is Carter Page, a, quote, agent of a foreign power. So why was Carter Page categorized as an agent of a foreign power? According to the FISA application, this was, quote, determined in or about October 2016 from information provided by the U.S. Department of State. Now, obviously, Carter Page was never an agent of a foreign power. I mean, just look at this guy. Is, would you be more likely to call him a clown than a spy? I don't say that to be disparaging towards him. I mean, I spent a lot of time with him in a congressional committee room. Right. If anyone needed his Fifth Amendment right to counsel, if anyone needed a lawyer while he was talking to Congress, it would have been Carter Page. I mean, he, he's not James Bond. He's not Jason Bourne. He's, it's sad. Actually, I have been very forthcoming that I want to get as much information out there as possible. And that has stood from the very beginning and in several documents which I've sent to uh, both the House and Senate committees. And I really look forward to having those discussions and really supporting this ongoing process as it uh, as it continues. So what information was used to make such a moronic determination? Why the Steele dossier, of course, the pile of dog shit intelligence that was obviously made up nonsense. But the question of whether the FBI using this crap dossier was a product of incompetence or corruption boils down to whether or not the FBI had good reason to believe that the information in the dossier was accurate or if they knew it was pure fiction. If they thought it was accurate, they're incompetent. If they knew it was crap, they are corrupt. So, do we have evidence to suggest that the FBI knew or had reason to suspect that the dossier was fake news? Why, yes. Yes, we do. But before we dive into that, I have to sell you something. Now, you may not know much about Holland, but it's one of the world's greatest trading nations and has been involved in commerce for hundreds of years. The Dutch National Bank holds over $20 billion worth of gold in its vaults, which are scattered around the world for safety. It has recently been buying more gold, and on its website it says that gold always retains its value, crisis or no crisis. They're expecting trouble, big financial trouble, and perhaps you should too. Will your personal IRA accounts still hold their value in a financial meltdown? If you don't know the answer to this, you don't have ownership and control over your own retirement savings. This leaves you at the mercy of the markets, and that's not a great place to be when it all goes wrong. So many people got their financial hands burned in the last big downturn. If you expect to stay safe, you have to look to yourself and not put all your hopes into Washington and the Fed. Find out how you can secure your IRA or 401k and get a tax break and take back control by calling Noble Gold today at 877-646-5347 or hit the link below to get the Learn About Gold video series. Call 877-646-5347 and ask to speak with a representative today and make sure you tell them that Mr. Reagan sent you. So, what is the evidence that we have to suggest that the FBI knew that the dossier was fake? 
The evidence is with a woman named Kathleen Kavalik. More specifically, Deputy Assistant Secretary of State Kathleen Kavalik. Before the FISA application was submitted, Ms. Kavalik had reached out to FBI Special Agent Stephen Laycock. Stephen Laycock then contacted Peter Strzok. Kathleen Kavalik contacted the FBI because she had, get this, she had met with Christopher Steele, who had admitted to her that the DNC and the Clinton campaign had pressured him to get his research out before the 2016 presidential election, obviously to try to derail the Trump campaign and win Hillary the election. And she believed, Kathleen believed, that at at least some of Steele's research was false. Let me say that again, because this is critical. It was made clear to the FBI that the DNC and the Clinton campaign had pressured Steele to get his dossier out before the election, and the veracity of the information in the dossier was suspect. And yet, they used that dossier to obtain the FISA application anyway. Now look, I get recommendations for video topics every single day. Now, I don't have time to read most of them, but occasionally I do go through them, and sometimes I see some incredibly shocking stuff. And you know what I do when I hear crazy stories? I don't immediately make that video, because if I made videos about everything anybody sent me that claimed some crazy thing with zero valid evidence to support it, I'd very quickly lose the trust of my viewers and my channel would die. So the very first thing that I ask myself when I get crazy story video suggestions is, is this true? And then I start looking into it. It usually takes me less than five minutes to dismiss fake news stuff. Peter Strzok and the others in the FBI, however, apparently had zero interest in looking into the veracity of the Steele dossier because to them, veracity was irrelevant. The dossier was a convenient tool that they could use to legally spy on the Trump campaign and try to circumvent the election process to take down a sitting president. And what I do is relatively inconsequential. Yes, I'm trying to help shift the culture in a positive direction, but again, the FBI was trying to oust a sitting president. Just consider the gravity of that undertaking, and they're scrutinizing their intelligence less rigorously than I am for YouTube videos. <laughs> I mean, just think about that. Even when warned that the dossier was horseshit and political slander from the DNC and the Clinton campaign, the FBI still used it shamelessly to try to oust the president. That's treason, folks. Treason. Another serious infraction by the FBI, within the FISA application, the FBI never disclosed the source of most of their intel on Carter Page, their source being Christopher Steele. Secondly, in the brief instances where Steele is referenced, he's referred to as source number one. And when referring to source number one, the FISA application notes that, quote, the FBI is unaware of any derogatory information pertaining to source number one. But the FBI fired Christopher Steele for leaking information to the press. This is clearly derogatory information. So we see here that the FBI intentionally misled the FISA court in order to get their coveted warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. There is then, of course, several news reports cited in the FISA application, and these news reports support their claims that Trump was sympathetic to Russia and that Carter Page was a Russian spy. But this information was all supplied to the press by Clinton operatives, including Christopher Steele himself. But of course, none of this is acknowledged in the FISA application, of course, because again, the FBI only really cared about getting the warrant. They didn't care about veracity. They didn't care about the truth. And last but not least, 
Within the FISA application, the FBI admits that Carter Page was willing to work with the FBI on this. The FISA application reads as follows, quote, On or about September 25th, 2016, Page sent a letter to the FBI director. In this letter, Page stated that he would be willing to discuss any final questions the FBI might have. Okay, so Carter Page was 100% available and willing to work with the FBI. Now, I ain't no legal expert or nothing, but... Is it not the case that a warrant to spy on an American citizen would only be granted if the FBI had reason to believe that they were incapable of acquiring the necessary information about a suspect in a less intrusive way? I mean, if he was willing to come in and talk to the FBI, why didn't they do that first? It seems that the FBI was so intent on investigating Trump people that they were totally willing to forgo standard operating procedure because... They never really cared about Carter Page. They knew he wasn't a Russian agent. They just needed a way to spy on the Trump campaign, to dig up dirt on a U.S. president that they didn't like. Or, as Peter Strzok claimed about the Trump presidency, we'll stop it. In short, the FISA application was very clearly intentionally deceptive. James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, they're all guilty of misleading the FISA court. Now, this is, of course, all stuff that is readily available in various articles all over the internet. You can find all of this stuff. Most of this you probably already heard before a million times. It's just a recap. But this is what the Horowitz report should find, right? And there may be a few more bombshells that are yet unpredictable, stuff we don't yet know about. But you know what? Despite all of this, despite all of the damning evidence against these partisan hacks, these people that are supposed to be the watchdog securing the rule of law in America, despite the damning evidence clearly showing their violation of law here, their corruption. You know that CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC will almost surely bury these stories. I imagine the New York Times will probably try to spin this some way, try to accuse Trump of being evil. They've already, New York Times actually already posted an article about how the Horowitz report is going to be nothing. It's not going to it's not going to indict anybody for anything. It's not going to show evidence of any kind of wrongdoing whatsoever. But, you know, they're just trying to spin it. They're just trying to they're just trying to get ahead of the story, right? They know it's probably going to be pretty terrible. So they're trying to convince people ahead of time, you know what, whatever they say about it, don't even worry about it. It's going to be nothing. But of course, that's not true. This is going to be huge. And you know what? The leftist media may cover this if one thing happens. If these men are actually arrested, because if they're arrested, which which they may well be, then these leftist propaganda outlets will all cover the story because they're all going to claim that this is an abuse of power on the part of the Trump administration. They'll accuse him of being some kind of third world dictator and that he's abusing his executive authority to persecute his political adversaries. Uh, I don't know. We will see. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but... These are my predictions. Now, before I go, I want to remind everybody to donate a dollar to my GoFundMe for my cartoon show, AOC and the Squad. Uh, we have 10 short episodes planned. I believe that there's a serious lack of conservative entertainment out there today, and I think this cartoon will help fill that gap and maybe draw some people to the right. I think entertainment is a very powerful medium, and I want to supply some conservative perspective in that realm. <laughs> We are so sorry. She bawled. Now, if I get a dollar from everybody who watches this video, I should have more than enough to pay for the full season. So please hit the link in the description and donate a buck to that. 
All right, well, that's it for me. And just remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Good night. Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves.